Ronnie Houston. Who really than me, man? Who? Who kept it really than me, man? I'm talking about when it comes to this rap shit. Doing everything they say. From the cars closed to the hoes. To the houses. Alright, and we are live on episode 60. Audio and, and the Facebook, we yes, synced sir. it up, we're we live did. at the same time. It's called organization. What? It only took 60 episodes to get some organization <laughs> yeah. done, but we got it done. Welcome to episode 60 of On Tap with Southside Collection. I am Carlos Diaz, and with me as always is my co-host? I always called you host, but... Owner. Owner? Okay. Uh, Here is my owner, Garrett Horvath. Garrett, how you doing, bro? I'm uh, doing well, man. Uh, finally coming down from the uh, the flu I caught last night. Oh, man. He's talking about his hangover, if you're just listening <laughs> on the on the SoundCloud and stuff like that. Wednesdays are for the boys. There we go. Uh, with us that doesn't today, help for that conversation we had earlier, either. About you being straight? Yeah. Yeah, so you can't just reference stuff that was set off the camera, man. But anyways, with us today, Donnie motherfucking Houston. Donnie, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great, man. It's always good to be back, man, with the Southside Collection. Man. Thank, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate uh, it. Since we've had you on last, man, you've been all over doing all types of jobs, hustling your ass off. Uh, yeah, man, a little razzle, not too much dazzle, man. You know, <laughs> all right. say, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, back in the comedy game. Back in the comedy. Did I tell y'all about that last time? Yes, sir. I think yeah, We may I have talked you, about it That uh, off camera. Pease told us, he was like, yo, Donnie's got a 15 ready to go. Oh, and, that's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was when you came and visited after uh, P's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. so, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, I heard you talk about it on your podcast, which you recently started up three episodes in, the What sure. They Talking About podcast. What They Talking About podcast, for there sure, man. Go. Check that out on the Apple Podcast app. Please um, do. Rate us, man. Give us some five stars, man. Um, <laughs> and subscribe. And on SoundCloud if you have an Android. It's all about an algorithm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Anyone can use SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, but if you have an iPhone, I need you specifically on there the you Apple go. Podcast app. But yeah. Android users, you know, y'all be last to get everything. The Stitcher. So. <laughs> yeah, so y'all can download the SoundCloud app and find us. Yeah, even the, even the website to get onto the Android app is just like... Android as fuck. <laughs> it's just not all right, good. guys. I'm just sitting over here with my Android, feeling some type of way now. Let me tell you, it's as not you that should. bad. We gotta get you into 2018. Yeah, well, here's bro. the thing. Grow up. Here's the thing. Get a fucking flip phone. Yeah. He's got a sidekick. Oh yeah. my god, the slander, y'all. <laughs> my phone could do things your phone wish it could. All right, so chill. <laughs> just sassy. Yeah, kind of. I'm feeling some type of way. I, I I never understood the slander past high school on on, on Androids at least. Well, the picture I get, quality. I can type the letter I. Who gives a damn? I don't take a picture of anything, really, though. So I guess that one's never really affected me. That's why like I get typed. <laughs> that's I. one of my big yeah. That's one of my biggest complaints about Instagram is I don't post enough pictures, like real pictures, I'm like or pictures of myself. I'm like I don't. I'm not a, a picture taking motherfucker. Yeah, cool, because you fuck around, catch a headache trying to watch a video on Android. <laughs> it be so looks like it looks like a you GTA GTA San Andreas. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so with that. Uh, yeah, on the Apple Podcast app. Sorry, uh, we are also on there. Uh, sure. Please <laughs> throw us a review. Uh, you're entered in for a sh- uh, free shirt just by putting up a review. So I mean, don't that's a win-win. Like, it doesn't yeah, even have to be a good it review. Could be five of y'all. It could be I in. wrote this review for a free shirt. Yeah. Boom, you're entered in. That's so you're part of the algorithm, <laughs> and that's all we needed it. That, and Big I facts. hope you like the show. 
<laughs> so Donnie, you you used to podcast back in the day before it was cool. You know? I had a, yeah, for sure. I had a podcast in 2011, 2011, 2012. It was called an issue, but it was, it was good. It was much more raw. Like I'm probably gonna like throw away the whole fucking Tumblr site that it's on because mm-hmm. it's still online. But I was listening to it the other day and we were just breaking all the rules, man. Like, <laughs> that shit was the most offensive shit. Oh <laughs> shit! Funny. Can you recall? Can you recall some of the, the the offensive but okay to say? I just, I just say I, we use the F word and not fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, I, mean, I got yeah, it. I mean, it, it really, wouldn't, it wouldn't pass the PC would, yeah. scale of uh, two, yeah. or 2017. 2017 <laughs> is just way too PC for for the issue. Man. I got so, you. Yeah, I'm just gonna have to burn the whole fucking site. <laughs> just take it yeah, down. Yeah, bring it down with you. And what brought you back to the to the podcast game? Man, it was just something I always wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? And and I listened to them. You know, I'm a podcast junkie, you know what I mean? I might have told y'all that the first time we met. Like, I love podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been listening to them since about 2010. Um, and, you know, with the comedy thing, because I kind of stepped away from that, I'm like, all right, it'll be a, a nice outlet for me to kind of get back into that. And I don't, for the most part, without that, I don't think many people, unless you know me personally, you have, like, the wrong impression of me. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, you I got know, you. just, like, nice and quiet and all that shit. And I mean, I'm a nice guy, I think, but quiet like i have my personality reserved more yeah you know what i mean my, my personality is a little bit more alive than that so. i was about to say because if you listen to anything like with your podcast or like when you talk to you outside of just like seeing you type shit <laughs> or like, the skits yeah the, <laughs> like when when he told us uh you did all those skits that's when i was like oh, okay donnie donnie might secretly have that 15 that pieces is talking about because listen yeah, to those yeah, skits been, again yeah yeah i've been sitting on that shit i've been sitting on like a little set for a while you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I've never stopped writing I've kept every iPhone I've had the notes have just been like filled with just like funny ass shit you I got you nice. yeah that's my type of life I used to write stuff down too on the notes and stuff like that I had to break down the, the, the actual notepad just because I kept on breaking phones I kept on losing things I was like man I'm tired of losing skits and ideas for things just because I, I dropped my phone in a puddle you know it's the worst <laughs> I, uh, I used to write jokes in my note like thing on my uh, phone and then I like reread them the next day and I'm like I'm not funny yeah I, <laughs> you just gotta accept it sometimes some people got it some people don't I'm a huge fan of comedy and that's where I'm gonna stay like, damn I was a lot that funnier last night when I was drunk yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah I mean you know comedy's like been like a part of me like my whole life you know mm-hmm. what I mean like there are people from, like, middle school and, like, high school sometimes I run into and they bring up, like, man, you remember when you said such and such? And I'd be like, no, nah, but if you, I, know, glad you had a yeah, last yeah. answer. stuck with you, then, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, that's great, you know? Yeah. So. Um, you said you're a podcast junkie. What are, like, uh, if some of the ones you listen to right now? My favorite podcast is the Joe Budden podcast right Okay. Now. Yeah. I got you. My there we now. go. Not Joe Budden doesn't get enough respect. I keep saying it. You know, his, his podcast is great. You know He's I mean? a little crazy, though, right? I don't think he's crazy. Okay. Like I, I don't think he's crazy. I think I could see why someone would say that. I got you. But at the same time, like Joe's a, he's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. You know what I mean. So some of the things that he does, I kind of understand. You know. Okay, I feel. Um, but I do. I see why somebody would say he's angry or the old man, the bitter old man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll tell you that shit sometimes. Like you yeah. can hear him starting to say like, "Well, yeah, I'm the shit. bitter. I'm the old guy. I'm the whatever, whatever," and just owning it. But. I think he, uh, I think he has a lot of opinions, or like he has a lot of shit he wants to talk about, and he he just lets it all out, and then realizes like, oh, I just I didn't put any filter on that, I didn't really think <laughs> about it, 
What's there to think about, though, most of the time? Like, who's he talking about most of the time that people really have a problem with, you know? Yeah, (laughs) you never see him, like, attacking, like, and the problem I have with Obama. Yeah. Joe Budden took a weird turn. Yeah, 444 was terrible. Worse worse than that last album. What was that last Jay-Z album? Uh, Magna Carta? Yeah. Worse than Magna Carta. You know, he doesn't say anything out of line. Yeah. Or he doesn't say anything, like, to some, or about anyone that he has no business talking about, you know? I feel you, yeah. Uh, who else other than Joe Budden? Um, Joe Budden. I like Premium Pete. Mm. Um, I like um, I like Combat Jack. Uh, get well. I don't know Combat, but Get Well Combat. He has cancer, so they do oh, a Combat cancer thing right now. So uh, Combat Jack. I used to really like Tax Stone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I hate what happened with his whole situation, but mm. I used to love Tax Stone shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else? Angela Yee sometimes, you know what I mean? Like the lip service or whatever. It's kind of cool to hear the girls talking shit like that. Yeah. I feel you. Um, man, it's a, it's a few of them. Man, I have to go through. The read is funny as fuck. Sometimes the shit gets, goes a little left for me, but... What is that one? The read, that's with Kid Fury and Crystal. Um, Kid Fury's like this funny-ass gay dude. And I'm not shit like he's nah, a, nah, I got know, you. I don't, I don't gay guys like, can be funny. He's, like, he's a openly like he's yeah, like, openly gay. Like and it kind of I mean? feeds into why some of the comedy is so funny. When like I know what you're saying yeah, and it's not like me laughing. Like no, he's yeah. funny. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, exactly. He's funny as fuck. She's funny as fuck. Um, and they're really like I think one of the top urban podcasts. Mm-hmm. Nice. So um, the read. I mean, it's just a lot of them. Have you yeah. listened to uh, Hannibal Burris' podcast? I haven't. I just found out about it like the other day. What's the name of it? Handsome Rambler. Handsome Rambler. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, actually yeah. pretty funny. I like that one. I've only seen a couple. I've only watched a couple episodes now, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, Y'all saw that that meme that they've been tagging him in, or like. I forget exactly and the Mr. Krabs one or yeah and he's like he finally tweeted he's like yo I saw this so y'all don't have to keep tagging me yeah <laughs> I fucking love Hannibal Burris, man speaking of tweets I saw you tweet uh, it was either like today or yesterday that you bought an Apple Watch and never wear it Boom, I see it on you right the there. the first time I wore this shit. I put this shit on when I left to come over here. This shit on the charger all made day, it pr- Or made it a priority. Yeah, I'm like, man, I got to wear my Apple Watch. I didn't pay for this high-ass shit, and I don't even use it. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen a reason for it, but that's not saying it's good or bad to have one. I've just never, like, in I'm, my life, it's not a thing I think I bought I need. one because I was just like, my little sister had one, and, like, we're kind of like twins damn near, so I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't let you have shit on. You know? <laughs> and then I got it, and I was like... It's the same fucking shit on my phone. Like, yeah. I don't even really need it. You know what I mean? A smaller but, window. Yeah, but it's it's cool. You know? Yeah. I, I got one for Christmas last year, a little, little smartwatch. Wore it once. And, like, just like you, it's still sitting there. Just never never remember to put it on, you know? If I want another really time. I wear regular watches. Yeah. Like, well, I, I would wear a regular watch probably no, I, more. I like them, but I also... I mean, yeah. I, just, I went so long without wearing one, where it's like now anytime I do put one on, it just feels uncomfortable, and I'm and thinking the about it the whole time. I don't time. feel uncomfortable, but I've just gotten so used to not wearing one. Where yeah. It's like I have to, re- I have to consciously remember, like I'm wearing a watch. Where's your Apple Watch? <laughs> yeah. Get to grab your Apple Watch before you leave. You, know you did I mean? pay money for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So. I know that goes. I used to talk to this person that uh, <laughs> that had it. Like she bought one, uh, and then okay. she won one from work. And she's like, well, now I have two. I was like, just return the one you bought. And she's like, yeah, but this is like the color I want. And oh, my God. I was like, oh, Jesus. All right, cool. You know, Wear them both then. There you go. Yeah, it's stu- <laughs> really, stun really stun on motherfuckers. Wear them both. Kevin Gates <laughs> it. There you go. I got two watches. <laughs> I got two watches. Nah, but um, like I feel the, the Joe Budden like, shit. You can get the whole, like, I think you've been in the car and I'm listening to him. Uh, this dude, Luis J. Gomez, yeah. who's a comedian out in New York. And he's kind of like on that. 
I won't compare him completely, but like in the same right of Joe Budden, where a lot of the shit he says, you're like, oh yeah, this should be talked about, but he also just comes at it so aggressively. Yeah. Or like his personality is just so aggressive. You're like, I can see why a lot of people get the wrong idea about him. You know what? I like No Jumper too. There we go. Okay, I've never really listened to No Jumper. I've only heard about it. Cool. I've listened. I've listened to a few episodes. Yeah, yeah. Like it, some of the, it depends on the guest, but I mean, No Jumper is pretty cool. I looked so. into it. Like I think I found his Twitter or his Instagram the other day, and I just like you get caught in that loop where you're like, this is somebody I haven't actually checked out. I'm gonna look at everything. Yeah. And so the way it looked was like. He's really into the new. The new guys. Um, He's had yeah. uh, Maxo on there. Yeah, it's one of the ones I watched. Maxo. Uh, he had uh, like that, and just on his social media, he's very like all those like young dude, like sixty nine or whatever that dude's name is, six ish nine. Uh, he makes gummo. I mean, I really hope the rap game works out for that kid, man. Because yeah, you're fucked, dog. Like, what are you going? Who's gonna hire? Oh, you with the tattoos on his face. Yeah, yeah that's like, what you're fully where committed. Where the fuck are you gonna go with that shit, if bro? That's what out. I say about all these motherfuckers, bro. With the fucking tattoos on their face and under their eyes and shit. Like, what are you about to do, that man? Shit is crazy. Rap has to work for you, and you're only sixteen, like seventeen or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Most of these motherfuckers are sixteen, seventeen, faces tatted up. Like, rap has to work. Yeah, and that shit just screams like drug addict to me. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like, I remember when I was little, I would see like kids, people with tattoos. And I'd be like, this motherfucker might kill me. You yeah. Know what I mean? Now I see that shit and I'm like, this motherfucker, this motherfucker might be on some crack. Yeah, it's like a drug problem. <laughs> yeah. He's looking for the Zans. For yeah, sure. he's, he's doing crack and he doesn't even know it. He's like, uh, your favorite rapper got uh, Coke habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit yeah, yeah, like Yeah. I fucking beat That's him a close friend of yours now. Well, I wouldn't nah, say close friend, but I, I, I served him up. You know what I mean? Uh oh. Yeah, the two chains battle? Yeah, man. We had a shootout in Atlanta, man. I beat the shit out of two chains. The most positive shootout ever. <laughs> at, a, at the Traps giving or what, what was it? It was, the, like, uh, it was Trap Wonderland. Okay, Trap there you Wonderland. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's made a fucking big thing out of that Trap House when they were trying to take it from him. He's like, fuck that. Now we're getting AIDS tests here. Mm-hmm. Now we're holding the J-J government tried to break Sunday. his leg and he was like, fuck that. We're going <laughs> on tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was, I mean, that's just great branding. You know what yeah. I mean? And the thing actually now is before it was an actual house and now the Trap Wonderland is like, it's like a... Like a display almost of the house. Yeah, okay, yeah. At the street exec studios and they have all these other little cool things going on. But I mean that's that's Brandon, bro. Like and you see it now, you know, trap yoga, uh pretty girls like trap, whatever, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Everybody's coming with the pink shit and then He's and very then, smart with branding. Yeah. Like I think he was on uh Everyday Struggle. And I, I think it was that. And he was explaining why he went through these different changes like he was Titty Boy, obviously. Like I feel like that's the guy who still does the ad libs and all of his songs <laughs> to Two Chains music. Yeah, but like then he's Two Chains, but then he had that. Um, he kind of went through that like yeah, that, that Asian ish influence mm-hmm. like style mm-hmm. of sounding and like yeah. 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 And so he explained all of that where he was like, look yeah, at all the smart people. Yeah, but he's like, look at all the smart people who are in a business for long enough. Every about five years, they rebrand themselves. Yeah, I mean, you look at like Diddy, where it's like it's something as simple as you mean a, brother love a name change. <laughs> but like, he's the, still the same man. He's just now you're talking about him again, and now he can make a couple moves, and you're like, oh shit, now Puffy, or, you know what I'm saying, like stuff like that. And so Two Chains, when he said that, I was like, oh, this motherfucker's in it for the long haul. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, Two Chains is on top man. of his shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, you know, I hate I had to beat him like that. In the <laughs> yeah, <time>. yeah, <laughs> did him wrong. Yeah, like, damn, I hate I had to do you like he that. He cried, I heard. He didn't cry. He didn't cry, but he had his kids out there and shit. Like, the he little, shook his <laughs> fist. Damn you, Donnie yeah, Houston. Man, the little girl was out there, like, trying to, like, throw me off my game. Like, I bet you can't shoot it with your left hand. You know? <laughs> so they were It was just that whole thing, you know. But it was cool, though. That's a good shit-talking little girl, though, I bet you can't beat my daddy with your left hand. Yeah, because she would come over like he was here and I'm here and she's like, 
you know, whisper it to him, and then he's like, all right, all right, I'm ready. And then she would come over to me, and I bet you can't shoot it with your left hand. Like, just that's <laughs> little shit like that, you know what I mean? Uh, well-trained daughter right there. Yeah, man. It, it was, you know, it was, it was great, though, to just kind of see him, like, I mean, a dude, you know, with his family, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. always see that in hip-hop, like, bigged up like that, you know what yeah. I mean? He was there with his wife and kids, and it was just real dope to me, you know what I mean? Because, granted, I'm into this rap and all that, but one day I eventually want to have that type of life, and you don't always see the balance. You right, always and see, you never see the balance with, yeah. unless someone well, decides to be vulnerable, like with Jay-Z doing that big-ass interview. Yeah, but this I, is at almost 50 years old. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. You're talking about someone still in their prime, like still killing it, and, and yeah. like, I got a family. Fuck mm-hmm. it, you know what I mean? And you couldn't make the song Girls, Girls, Girls. Like, <laughs> right. Literally, with, and also be like, but I also, like, you know, have my wife over here. I love <laughs> Like, there, there's a balance that you don't really see, and like, you, two chains but is I, good I, to see that. I think social media is kind of pushing that change towards the forefront. I saw... When I saw Snoop Dogg post a, a, I think it was like a picture yesterday. It was like, what really makes a man a gangster? You know, like taking care of your family, you know, respecting other. Like, I think it kind of the game has kind of changed now that like more eyes are on everybody. Like literally everybody, famous or not, more eyes are on you than ever before in time. Yeah. The other thing yeah. too, though, is that like well, this is still like the first in hip hop. We're still seeing the first fifty year old rapper. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? we're still seeing the first. Like all these things are first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Hip-hop is still fairly young, you know what I mean? So now you see Snoop, who, when I was a kid, was like the biggest gangster, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now you see him with his family and his key. I mean, you know Snoop's family, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what his sons and daughter and yeah. the grandson and all. You know what that shit looks like, you know exactly. what I mean? So, I don't know, it's kind of tight. That, so. uh, like Diddy's family, like Diddy's you know, family, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know them, T.I.'s family, due right. to their big-ass show. And they're, the shit ain't, they not making the shit look lame, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, a lot of times, I think that was a stigma of, like, it's corny to be a family man. You gotta, like, you gotta hang up. up. You gotta hang up your uh, sideways tilted cap <laughs> if you want to have a family Ti. Yeah. Uh, but like he, he just shows you like now you, you get to be Ti and be a dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shit like that. Ice so. Cube was doing it for a while. You know, people were clowning on Ice Cube, but now everyone but in the game's Jim doing was it. Doing like you know, um, he started switching it up with the uh, Are We There Yet? And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? All those types mm-hmm. of movies and shit. And yeah. It was still kind of. I mean, it was cool. That's what I'm saying. People were kind of like, clowning yeah. him for a little. Or, you know, like just you know, O N W A. Now he's you know, Mister Father of the Year. Yeah. You know, it, but now like I like you say, he social media has been pushed to the forefront. Yeah. Being the nice guy or being the good guy, being, being a family more man. Likeable. Yeah. Being like, a man, really. Yeah. That's being a man. Just being a man. A respectable fucking man, though. It's like. Because now you're seeing how many people you thought were respected men, and now it's just, like, Piece crumbling. Especially right now, like, in yeah. time, we are seeing motherfuckers go down for their wrongs, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. it's weird when you hear people are like, oh, man, it's not safe. Or, like, oh, if you're famous and you're coming for it, he's like, no, it's not that. If you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're <laughs> if you're a predator. God. Yeah, if, like, the other day, this is just to not up myself as like this upstanding man but like a girl at work was changing I can take him down a few yeah notches if he gets too yeah. crazy I promise no, this girl at work was changing <laughs> and I had walked into the break room as she was about to and she was oh, I was gonna change like I can just turn away for a second and you do what you gotta do and she's just like you're not gonna turn around and look and I was like why would I do that? I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to be known as a pervert. Like, what? there's no need. I'm not going to get any sexual satisfaction out of seeing a leg. Right? Like, right? But it's a bunch of It's legs. a good-looking so leg. around. No, <laughs> that <laughs> leg, though. Shit's <laughs> hams. Pickums? It was not. Oh, If yeah. it wasn't Pickums, then... She walks around with it for you to see. Hey, mm-hmm. if young Pickums don't trust you, <laughs> I'll shoot you. <laughs> yeah, I work with a girl Carlos calls Thickums. Is uh, she tight? 
Huh? Is she tight? <laughs> yeah. It's there. <laughs> but, one time, one time, everyone just take a little. If, if you're just listening and not watching, we're all just appreciating the thought of Thickums. This <laughs> is wild. Yeah, crazy. I went to. Well, Thickums was a nickname I gave someone else. And then I went to her wedding and, <laughs> and I had to like give that nickname away. I was like, she's someone else's Thickums now. <laughs> <laughs> we sat there, me and my buddy. They got married at a courthouse. We went, you know, we were invited, you know, it was a nice thing. So we were like, yeah, we have to show up. And then me and my buddy were just sitting there all the time, like, we're like, we were giving her away. Yeah. <laughs> you're hers now. Yeah. Or you're his now. You're, treat her right. Treat her right, man. <laughs> it was great, though. R.I.P. that thickums. Oh, man. The OG, OG thickums. The OG thickums. <laughs> bro, she needs to start rapping or something or DJing. She's the I'm original thickums, bro. I'm a, I think I might start DJing under DJ play button. Yeah. And I'm literally just going to come through like all the Nah, tell Donnie them. about your old DJ idea. Uh, there's any traction here. Was It was old, or it's new rap music with, no, no, no old other way rap music with new ad libs. So like, changes by, t- like by Pac is on, and you just hear, burr, or cookie, <laughs> Gucci, <laughs> mama. Uh, like I'm juicy. Like uh, um, when uh, when Biggie's talking about Christmas, just mama. Uh, I think it could work. It just takes a small you amount think of there's effort. Any traction there? That's some funny shit. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that could actually be a great skit. I don't, know, go, I, don't, yeah. I don't know if I would go pull that shit at the club. Yeah, no, not the very niche community here for for uh, old rap songs exactly. with new ad libs. Yeah, just bling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can put a Gucci ad lib on anything. Well, damn. Oh man, Gucci has eight many ad libs though. That's the thing though. It's like a whole like like as a, you know, Donnie, you're a producer. You know, you download like a drum kit or something. You download like the Gucci fucking ad lib kit. Oh my god, there, there has to be at least eighty like different ones. The best is like, <laughs> when he surprises himself. <laughs> well, damn. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm funny as hell, man. <laughs> Bro, I fucking love Gucci Mane on a different level because it's like, the man's a biz. I'm going to get his book for Christmas. I already know it. I'm going to read that bitch like it's summer reading. Like, like I have <laughs> to. Required reading, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, the, uh, did you read, you got the Jay-Z book, right? Oh, I didn't you? I it's somewhere in my house. And you never fucking read it, did you? I never, yeah, you see. Don't, I think mom, I if you're listening, don't get him the fucking book. I he, that he, uh, oh, okay, sorry. No, uh, one time, Garrett buys a book for himself, other than I fucking got the school. Pharrell, uh, places I've been or whatever is it is. That good? That's, I didn't read it. It's it's a, see, it's don't get this man a fucking book. I'm telling you, he he wants it for status. I can tell you, a chick walks in, she's like, "Oh, you read books?" He's like, "Yeah, I read books." Damn right, I know stuff. Girl, why don't you put the paper? Page fifty-seven. He had to switch the signs something. on the shelf. Like this is the red shelf and this is the unread shelf. It was like, well, that ain't sexy. I'm gonna switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just flip it. Yeah, I read all those books. <laughs> all is quiet on the Western Front. Um, I saw the new uh, Slim Thug track list. There's a very familiar name on there on, on the production. Donnie yeah, yeah, Houston. Yeah, for sure. I have two on there. Uh, we did a song called "Rest in Peace" of the parking lot with Paul Wall, and then we have another one called "Next Level" uh, featuring Jack Freeman. Mm, very nice. Um, so yeah, man, that's December fifteenth, man. It's always good to work with Slim. We went to uh, where did we go this weekend? Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Texas what a trip! Tech. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, with him and Paul, we had a show at like some frat house. I forgot the frat, but you know, shit was kind of crazy. Yeah, oh, I imagine because they they hire like Slim and uh, Slim and fucking uh, Paul to come through and do 
like the shit they know him for. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like you just get in, perform, still tipping, and some yeah. of the break them off and just welcome to Houston and then get off and get do whatever you need. Yeah, get, get daddy's money. Yeah, I was about to say cash, <laughs> cash those kids' yeah. parents' checks. Yeah. They pay nice. Yeah, uh, they pay nice. I mean, we did we did like an hour though. You know, what yeah, I mean? we did like an hour shit. I feel you. Yeah. How does that work? Shit out? between like, three people. I mean, between two people like them and then you you were the DJ for them both. I was a DJ and it, it was basically like we I ran it where we had. They started off with still tipping. And then Slim did like two songs. Paul would do two. Slim do two. Paul do two. They might do one together. Then mm-hmm. you know two trade off. Yeah. So nobody like takes us. Basically, how Watch the Throne went. Just <laughs> that's how I was in a Watch the Throne type of style. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's a good way to put that for Happy you, anniversary, uh, Watch the Throne. One time, it's gonna come up. Watch the that Watch the Throne concert on anniversary. Oh watch. man, that was tight. Did y'all go to Watch the Throne concert? Hell he yeah. He never <laughs> lets me forget it. I never let anybody forget it because people thought it was gonna happen again, and I was like. Nah. Yeah, nah. I pay. I, I don't. Even, I might have paid like two, three hundred dollars to go see that. I shit. paid two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, worth it. Work for sure. For sure. I literally will find myself once a month YouTubing videos of that concert. Like that's like one of my most. So at the best videos I could get from each city concert and just like Kanye oh, doing Runaway. It's like a video I took. Like I, I hate taking videos at concerts. It was all red. Red. He was like it was like the yeah the red high rise yeah and he's up there that's and he did love. a lot of ad libbing and stuff like that. And I took a video to that day, like that bitch gets fucking views because like it's quiet. Like I took like I think that one in Good Life, but my Good Life video took I, it got taken down. But uh, there was a fight during during Good Life at the Watch the Throne concert. That's the most ironic. Song to- <laughs> yes, bro, because this guy, you know, he's sitting there, he's, he's right here, his chick's right here, and some dudes right here, and this, this dude kept on feeling on homeboy's chick, and homeboy was like, "Yo," and dude was like. Yo, what? Smacked his ass, and like it was just over. I had the opposite version of that set, like gender wise, at yeah. a Rick Ross concert that he never showed up to, by the way. <laughs> but they were getting into the DJ set, so that's what's up. Yeah, and then also Ace Hood came out, but Ace Hood, like terrible performer in my my experience. He might have turned up from here, but he had literally Bugatti out. He had. Uh, Bugatti at <laughs> Oh shit. I don't remember that concert was where like the arena theater or some shit like that? Yes. Uh, or it was like uh it was before I think it was the Bayou Music Center or before it was that is now called or it was called like the Verizon Wireless Theater. Yeah, or yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. Ver- Verizon Cellular. The DJ literally <laughs> kept coming on telling you like, yo, Ross is in the bag, you know, he's just a little late rolling up, uh, like smoking some weed. And you're like, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. And yeah, Ross is on the way. Like, nah, you said he was, he was in the here. back. He said, nah, he, he had to go uh, get a gar. Right, <laughs> you know? So Ross had some, uh, this is like 1230 at night at this point. Was, Ross had some uh, medical emergency and uh, he's not going to be able to make it tonight. And I mean, they refunded the tickets, so I wasn't tripping too hard. Yeah. But the pretty much it was the opposite, where it was two chicks sitting next to chicken her dude, and the single one of the three started dancing on dude, and oh, shit. he didn't turn her it's, away. It's your own woman. And you literally just watched it like unfold. I told my buddy, I was like, "Yo, look down there. Like this just started. We're gonna get like three or four songs in, and they're finally gonna fight. And so like two songs in, the argument started." And then it was kind of put on the dude, like, what the fuck? Why would you let her do that? And then finally just two chicks fighting. And, <laughs> and that was the best experience of that concert. And that made up for Rick Ross not showing up. No, it did not. <laughs> and then. That's the, that's the first time, right? This is the first time he bailed on you. And then I was we ready, went to go see him. I was ready to get hurt again. And so 
there was, <laughs> was, it was a festival. Uh, there was one or two days. It was a beer festival, and you could show up and see Action Bronson headline one I day. I remember that. Yeah, and then Rick Ross was the next day. And Bronson fucking set it on fire because that was back when he used to like jump in crowds and like run with nah, people I and wanna, shit. I was still that, was, Bronson, that was mixtape Bronson. I've seen I, him like I used to see that shit on the internet. Like, dog, Action Bronson is fucking tearing it down. Yeah, bro. and that was he didn't have an album out yet. That was yeah. that was mixtape Bronson. Performance wise, he was like he was making sure you knew who he was, which yeah. is the smartest thing you can do right now is leave a lasting impression because then when you do put that album out, maybe six out of the ten people that were there. Like a six of every ten, they'll at least check it out because, like, damn, he did put on that good shot. Like yeah. those people, he literally ran through the streets with to go get food, and <laughs> then went back and kept performing. Like those people will never forget that. Yeah. So we decided to go see Rick Ross the next day <laughs> instead of Action Bronson. Yeah. Who was being opened for by Alien Ant Farm? Who the fuck is that? They did their yeah. cover. Yeah, they did a cover to a criminal cover. There you go. Nah, if you heard it, you'd be like, oh, that that fucking song. And they played it like four times. Well, because they played it once, they kind of blew their load, and then it was announced like a little bit after that. Like, so Rick Ross won't be here. <laughs> they said he had a seizure, and then I got on Instagram later, and he was at the finals with the biggest <laughs> bottle of champagne I ever saw. That's right, because it was it was the same weekend as the fucking NCAA finals, and yeah, with the biggest bottle, like bigger than two newborns, a bottle of rosé, like. <laughs> And then this motherfucker like tweets at him him in the festival and the festival just blocks your ass. <laughs> they don't want to refund you. I forgot about that because I was drunk. Yeah. It was a beer festival. <laughs> I I went there, I saw, I drank, I blacked out. Sounds like a good time. <laughs> the beer was good. Performance was no. Well well, yeah, I say that there wasn't really anyone of note other than Rick Ross. And the tickets were dirt cheap. I remember that, too. Which probably explains that he probably didn't get paid. Yeah. Because and that's what happens a lot of times. Like, just knowing working in music, a lot of times it's just, like, the money that isn't right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, bunk promoters. And, yeah, some people, like, you know, Cardi B came out there one time, like, recently on stage and was like, these motherfuckers ain't have my money, but y'all my fans, I'm going to come out and do. Most people not doing that. Oh, no. I read something about Cardi B doing that, too, where, like, uh, dude booked her and he could pay her, like, half then and he said he didn't pay her the other half and, and he told her that like, i can't pay you the other half until like a month from now she was like okay <laughs> i mean some people will do it and i mean yeah. it's not always a bad thing if you if you pack a, if you pack a venue out you know what i mean yeah. like a new artist like of course you do that because when you come back again people are gonna remember that you know exactly, what I mean? yeah. and there's people that i've seen come through like two chains with someone before he just got super super big like he was just doing shows doing shows doing sh- i don't know what the business was but he was just doing these shows and then I remember when he did the show when True Religion came out, he packed out the warehouse. Mm. Like, stupid packed it out. 2011. And this is with no major, you know, no yeah. deal. Like, just before yeah. the Def Jam shit, before That's the first doing solo the work. Yeah. Doing the legwork. I love that True Religion cover, too. He's sitting there with some trues, just taking a piss out of the urinal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a great mixtape, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that No Lie? Was No Lie on that one? Or was that the album? No, I, I think that was, was on the album. album. That was on the album. Smart. <laughs> I I ain't no genius, but I would yeah I would place that well, one on the album. Boat based on a true story. It was at the same. Yeah, one? boats. Okay. Yeah. So, um, shit, I had it in my head. What were we talking about before the podcast started? That was something we were uh, the DJs. DJing. You said you're about to start uh, training or like teaching people how to DJ. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna start doing DJing lessons, man. Um, 
Dog, I was actually gonna do this for this this school out here. Mm-hmm. Like, I made a mistake, man. Recently, I'm gonna give y'all some real shit. I made a mistake recently mistake and like time. tried to like go back to corporate America for a little while because I was yeah. just like, I'm not really doing anything between like the hours of nine and five, and that shit was the worst fucking decision. What'd dog. you do? It was uh, it was at the job I had before I like stepped out on my own at um at HCC at Houston Community College. You okay. know what I mean? And um, I went back and I was just like, dog, I I can't fucking do this shit. You yeah. Know what I mean, so. I <laughs> what, what was most taxing for you there? It's just like me knowing like. Y'all talking to me like I don't do like other shit outside of here. Like you go there and it's like you have your deans and your um, head of the programs mm-hmm. and all this and shit like that. And they're like the top of whatever in that field. And I'm like, but in music, I kind of got my own little shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can't come in and be like the little guy. Like y'all yeah. gonna be fucked up. What I've already like? made myself into a man doing yeah. the shit I love. Like yeah. now you got me in here with no respect. Like I, shit, I can 100% understand that because if we're not doing Southside shit, we both have like day-to-day jobs and it's like mine's bartending and so then mine i legally can't talk about yeah true (laughs) but (laughs) sign the thing so they can't i can tell you where i don't work i don't work at walgreens boom but yeah it'll be like yeah (laughs) i'm not just your little servant boy like i'm not just here to pour a beer for you bro like talk to me like a human being and then i realize i'm like oh no wait I'll get fired if I don't be the little servant boy. And so I just got to find a way for people to not treat you like that, but give them a reason not to treat you like that. Yeah. So, so. I mean, and it wasn't even like it was just that bad. It's just like, it just your mind's elsewhere most of the time. Yeah. It's just like, I've, I've kind of done something so long to where mm-hmm. it's like, I can't really, I can't work a regular job, bro. Like I'm, I've never wanted to work a regular job. And when I stopped, once I committed to like not working a regular job in 2014, so yeah. much happier. <laughs> yeah, I was just happy. You know what I mean? Like, but the thing about that is, you know, you can't. You have to be super focused when you do that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was one thing, like for me, because I can be so unfocused and just like on some other shit. You know what I mean? We all are our worst enemy to a certain degree. I agree, one hundred percent. And uh, for me, you know, it can be to the highest degree at times. You know what I mean? If I'm not focused and I don't like watch the shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it was just like, yeah. Let me just. I'd rather. I'd much rather. Focus, you know what I mean? Like, get super focused, dedicate myself to some shit. Yeah. Then to be working for some people, man. And, I, and I'm i like, I have no business. This is no, this is not enough money to me for me to even say, like, oh, I'm just doing it for the money. Like, yeah. fuck that shit. You right. Know what I mean? Like, it could have been justified as, like, your like your side money. You're like, this is the money I'm going to make right. to spend my bills and, like, my deep Not even side money. Like, like you said, like, like, if I was getting paid to sell my soul type shit, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not really selling your soul, but you're giving a piece of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, so that ties into the DJ thing is that one of the things that we're going to do is, like, I talked to them about um, starting, like, a DJ curriculum over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had, like, the, I actually wrote, wrote the curriculum out, met with the, with the deans, all this. They moved hella slow on the shit, which I understand why now, because God saw that I was going to quit that shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so it just <laughs> never materialized, and I'm fine with that. But I'm just like, all right, well, if I was going to do that for them, why why not do it for myself? Right, you already wrote it. Because y'all looking at it like, oh, well, you're um, Donnie Houston. You already do music. You're going to be our selling point. I can do that shit for myself. Yeah, they just you, you know how they're to using you at that already. point. Yeah, like if they're not gonna know. take open and honest, you know, like well, here's what we should be doing. Right, and it's gonna be a little bit more work, but it'll be a lot more money. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I can get the shit to go the way I need it to be, it'll be much more fulfilling for yeah. me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Than to be there having to listen to y'all shit. Like, nah, I work He's for myself. Getting man. critique on something that people telling you the critique know nothing about. Yeah, yeah and like, you're like, yeah, if I'm fucking up, if I'm not doing something right, then I'll know it. 
And, and that's just me, man. Like anybody who knows me for real, like I have to do what I want to do, how mm-hmm. I want to do it, or the shit is just not gonna work. Yeah, I got you. Know you. Oh, we got we got a vigorous head shaker over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. Uh, and so, what is uh like? What's your goal with teaching people to DJ? Is it gonna be people that have already kind of gotten into it and maybe already have equipment and shit, and they. Or, I mean, you're going to have to have your own equipment. I mean, if I end up, yeah. you know, if I set it up to a situation where I do have some, like, loaner equipment like that, it'll be down the line. But preferably have your own equipment. I really want to do it for kids just because, like, I learned, I taught myself how to DJ at 15. But even then, I didn't learn the business of it until, like, later on. Yeah. But if I can teach a 10-year-old, 13-year-old, 15-year-old kid how to DJ and the business, and I set them up to where they're DJing at high school dances, they're, they're you know, creating entrepreneurs, exactly, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Because in this day and time with the internet, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You know what I mean? There's so many ways to make money. Just, I mean, you got thoughts creating connect pals and all this Bruh. other, like, there's so many ways you can make money for yourself to where you don't have to Bro, what? sell for that shit. You the know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The other day I put... And there's nothing wrong with that for anybody who works at right. a job. If you make money, wrong make money. That. Yeah, yeah. but just I, me personally and for people like me, like, and there's a lot of people like me, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, that may have skills or may not know how to use those skills, you know what I mean? Or monetize so, them. Yeah, so if I can find some kids and, like, show them, you know, how to not only be great DJs, but also how to be great business people and... That'll be a big side of it is, yeah. is because you can be a good DJ or like learn to be a good DJ, but then also if you're not going to know how to sell yourself or how to get yourself Market in the right yourself, spots yeah. and to continuously have your name out there as like a go-to like idea for a lot of places for a DJ, then you're kind of just spinning for no, not no reason, but also no money. Right. So, and the other side of it too is like with adults, I'll show an adult, but that's going to be a little bit more expensive because mm-hmm. I'm not going to show you how to take my job. Yeah. I feel, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can yeah. show you how to DJ and you're like learning. I mean, of course it's going to take you a while to get as good as me. Humble brag. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, shit. You go, oh, well, shit, I'll go to Alley Cat and I'll tell him I'll do it for $100. Yeah. Donnie Houston taught me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And you didn't took my fucking job, so you're going to have to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, older, sense, yeah. older people, but for, like, kids and shit, man, I would love to teach kids. I love to teach grown, you know, adults as well, but specifically kids, you know yeah. what I mean? And just show them, like, start building their minds to where you don't have to settle, you know what I'm saying? Because it's more than the DJing. Like, you're teaching than, them how to DJ, but... It's just teaching them how to be men about themselves. How to be men, or, yeah. Or, or women, women whatever. Themselves. Yeah, just business yeah. people. And it's just like, you know, for me, my age group, we kind of got like, I always say we got fucked because we got caught within a transition. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, What do you mean by that? They would say like, when I was growing up, oh, you know, you go to school, you get a, you get a degree, you'll be successful. That's how you do it. That was you know what I mean? Knowledge, yeah. You don't go to college, you're going to work at McDonald's, you're going to do whatever, whatever. And now it's like, you know, within that time, like when I was in college, that's when Facebook came out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Facebook came out in 2004. I was in college, and that's when that's the beginning of all this new shit. Oh yeah, yeah. you, know you don't have saying? to go to school. Not not that you don't have to go to school. And I'm but, not knocking school. I believe yeah. in education. Like I have a I have a college degree. I graduated with honors. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I know some shit. And there are things that I've learned with my degree. My degree is in broadcast journalism. I've never used it really for anything other than like interning at like the news station and shit like yeah. that back in the day, but like not a job. I've never had a career with my degree, yeah. but the things I've learned helped me when I do my podcast. Cause I know journalism, I understand radio, I understand the way yeah. things are supposed to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, so for in sure. that aspect, it's helpful, but it's something you may have never known. Yeah. Had you have not gone to school. Right. So I'm so. thankful for that. And I met and I met great people. You know what I mean? Like I love the people I met at Sam Houston and TSU, you know, mm-hmm. I went to two schools. And right. Some of the uh, I saw you tweet the other day about was uh, talking about hip hop journalism how how the, the 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 bloggers and stuff like that and the people writing these pieces trying to try to break artists they're not 
journalists. They're not journalists, and that's the thing. Like with journalism, there are rules to journalism. Yeah, there are ethics to journalism. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't just jump out there and just fire off on people and just start talking crazy and just you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a certain level of respect and just certain order with that shit. And a lot of people within hip hop journalism, like when I read like Entrepreneur, Forbes.com, or like things like that, that's real journalism. And then yeah. you can tell the way they putting that shit together. You know what I mean? Which a mm. lot of these in hip hop, it's more thought out or it's more. Uh, I can't think of the word. Pretty much is premedicated everything they put out like it's gonna go out because it went through the right people to see that it was done correct premeditated there we go premedicated I mean they gave yeah, the medicine so of, exactly it's, it's like taking money for gonorrhea or taking medicine before gonorrhea before you get gonorrhea <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great idea that's premedicating that's wild <laughs> premeditated but like you gotta take medicine before you I'm gonna go before I go out today <laughs> I'm gonna I'm take a few insulin. These antibiotics. Yeah, I'm gonna some shoot up some boys. insulin real quick. I know who I'm about to meet up with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm some wild boys, man. <laughs> but, um, you know, shit. What are we talking about? School? The, no, talking <laughs> I'm about sorry. Hip hop journalism. Yeah, hip hop journalism is like, you know, a lot of these people that are in hip hop, with the exception of a few, like yeah. a few, with the OGs, and as far as a lot of the new people, they're calling themselves journalists, and it's like, no, you're a blogger. Yeah, yeah. you're a shit. And that's something I was going to say. That there is a fine and line. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is. But just don't call yourself yeah. a journalist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll be somebody like that's a different standard. Who can bust that shit down and dare you to challenge it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like I won scholarships in school for journalism and shit. Yeah, like, you're You'd not gonna fucking, nightmare. Yeah, you're not gonna tell me that what I'm saying is wrong. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like fuck that. But I hate whenever you see some like it'll be a, a I'm gonna use this company and not try to shit on all of them. But like all Complex right. puts out something and it'll be this clickbaity title for something that's hot right now, and then you go and it'll be like. Just tweets. They just use people's tweets. Well, that's kind of a that's just kind of a new thing. Just with people trying to continuously have content, like every yeah. hour on the hour type. Shit, yeah, you know what I mean. And so just, you get that sometimes type of stuff. just watery. Like you just see it, and you're like, yeah, I didn't even have to talk about this. Like, or yeah, some of that is kind of. Weird. Let me tell you, but I mean, I think the people at Complex are still they're still hiring journalists. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, oh yeah. So that's why I, meant, I didn't background. mean. To but they also that. have a bunch of motherfuckers working there too. So like, yeah. you you could hire like like two journalists and, and eight bloggers. Yeah, <laughs> and get content out. That's what it's really all about. The fucking article I clicked today to see uh, Slim Dug's track list. It was, uh, you know, Slim Dug blah 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 track list. And then uh, the fucking the article was probably about two paragraphs, maybe, maybe. I think it was like one and a half paragraphs. Mm. And you know, you know, Slim Dug, you know, Houston rapper, whoop de whoop. And then here's the track list. And then here's a SoundCloud to like us, like some old music. Well, and, and and I say this every every article doesn't have to be a long article in order. It has to be a piece. I, I think like, pieces and articles are different. A piece I think is like literally it, it's it's something to put out that that it's content building. I think mm-hmm. I think a piece is, is is a little under two paragraphs, and here's what and here's the information you actually came for. You know. You, the build up and then the information. Yeah, I got you. There's a big difference. I feel like at least, and that, that's that's what it comes down to blogging. It's that that good. blogging and, and that's what we, like, that's how I feel about it. When we talk about blogging and journalism, there is a difference, and I feel like that is blogging. Nah, I mean it's it's still journalism. I just think the blogging aspect is just like I've just read some things and just seen some shit where I'm like, this is just so wrong. Like. What's wrong about it's it? It's great to have the opinions. It's great to be whatever, but it's just the way you approach the shit. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? There's a certain level of professionalism in journalism. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that you don't always see. And, and of course, you know what I mean? Like guys like Elliot Wilson and, you know, your Rat Radars and, I mean, Complex. Like, those are 
good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But some of the other like smaller ones, you just buy a fucking domain name and you start writing shit and now you're a journalist. Like that's bogus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know no credibility. No like. That's bogus. No one checking what you said. Like it, you said the yeah. opinion thing because it's like a lot of like it's wherever you go, it's biased towards like how that person feels. Like you're reading and you're right. like, this is how this. The yeah. person who wrote this, this is how they feel about it. And the, the problem with the internet is that it opens up people to be receptive to whatever, which mm-hmm. really, like, if you're going to have an opinion on certain shit or, like, reviews or certain shit, like, you have to kind of have some clout behind you before yeah. somebody really gives a damn. Because yeah. if not, you're just somebody else talking about something. Oh, well. Here's somebody running and, your mouth. Well, yeah, the, the new two changes came out. I think it's such and such. Oh, well, I think it's such and such. Well, I think it's such. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's all you're doing. You're not really doing... Real journalism. Yeah, you're you know not going saying? through figuring out. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you don't like what he did on, to use that, like the Two Chains album. So you listen to it. You listen to it a few times. Yeah. You actually got a good like ear to it. You didn't just listen to it right when it came out. And you're like article. Like you're writing the article as you're listening to it. The it first makes time. sense, even if you shit on something. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? At least it's you. You it should make sense. Give reasoning. Yeah. Understand shit. why you didn't oh, yeah. like it. Understand. But you why. should never one. You should never write a review after listening to something once. Nah. Because I've had albums that I've heard once and I did not like, and you know, like oh, there's a few redeemable songs, and then you listen to it again and again, and you're like okay, well, there's probably more than a few, and then it actually, it's it's a good album. You know, pe- people need to because there, I think there is a lot of motherfuckers like that that do that shit that you know they catch that that leak the day before the fucking album drops, so they have their their review ready and they just drop it. Like you only listen to it once and, and wrote that that review. Uh, you know Kanye. I, I, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Fantano, Anthony. Cool, because I was gonna bring him up. And yeah. I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> who is that? I don't even Anthony know who he is. Fantano. I've only Anthony Fantano. He might be the unless he has way more clout, like clout and respect behind him than I'm imagining. He is like the definition of what you're talking about. Where it's like you just started doing it, and eventually people started listening. But it's still not credible journalism. Yeah. Like he'll review albums and give them like their star rating or his one out of ten, blah blah blah. But like he doesn't like a lot of shit, and he tells you about it and how terrible it is in these like exaggerating terms. He's like Skip, he's like, like the Skip Bayless of hip hop. Yeah, to me, like, bro, just listen to the album and actually see if you like it or not, and then say if you do or don't. Right. And give credible reasons other than it sounds bad. Yeah. Like, uh, Okay, then. Right. Look at yeah. your hairline, bro. Like, no shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so look at your hairline, someone, bro. Someone went into an in-depth, because uh, I was on Reddit, and other people apparently didn't like him either, and they are going into why he's been so like negative recently, and they're like, yo, he got a divorce, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, I know more about this man's life and like what's going on in the background than why I should know about him in general. Yeah. <laughs> like... So fuck him. Uh, he didn't like the St. Pablo album. Or the, uh, the, he didn't like a bunch of Kanye yeah. albums. What's the guy's name? Anthony uh, Fantano. Anthony Fantano. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, watch like one. <laughs> oh, he does his videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does yeah. videos. And Is so, it like popping like like DJ Academics and shit? Because I like DJ Academics. I don't. I don't think he calls himself journalist. No, I mean, he has that one tweet where he goes, people keep asking, old heads keep asking me if I even DJ. I don't have to DJ. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. I'm a gossiper. I'm a blogger. And I was like, damn, bro, you should have just not tweeted this. (laughs) No, no, but I mean, he was clearing it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... I saw, I was listening to, you know, Joe Button talk about this whole Migos thing. You know, Migos calling him a pussy. He's he's a hater. And then Academics goes, something, something, something. 
we're moving the call. Like, we're who, bro? You're not yeah. Amigo. You're no, not. But I think the thing is, is the thing. The great thing about Everyday Struggle, which I love that show. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people hate I've academics. I've grown to love it. Like, I like academics, and I can't. Like, it's great to see him even now. Like, he's he's learning. He's building. He's growing. You know what I mean? It's gonna he's be only, to see like, how much my, he like, 24, 20, uh, 25, 26. Right. And even young. Like, this is the first time that he's really been visible since this complex yeah. shit. Before, it was just like yeah. him talking behind the screen and running clips. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the, the great thing about that is, is, like, just how people say Joe Budden is an old angry guy, which I don't believe that. Um, but I understand it. DJ DJ Academics is like the voice of the young people. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like he's tuned in. Like I wouldn't have I the little pump, little peep, smoke perp, and like all these other little like Joe wouldn't say fuckity fucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've only heard that. Mumble names. young man mumble. Mumble young that man. That was bad. that was genius. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was genius. Mumble yeah. young man mumble. No, I, was, I love I Joe Button, bro. And I literally spit my orange juice out that, when bro. he said that. I was like, oh shit, this is great. If anybody gave a damn about my hip hop opinions i'd be joe but i'd be one of those old motherfuckers because i kind of feel the same way i was told that i like listening to rap music because or the rap music i like listening to is like reading a book and that's why i like it and i was like i don't think i have so. a whole bookshelf that i haven't yeah. read so if you don't know me it was in the middle of an argument on whether or not uh more life was better than uh kendrick's album and what the reception is nah, to nah, those nah, albums. Nah, 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 nah. Damn, and damn is, I was damn I was on damn. Yeah, damn is better. Yeah, and well, because I said, look at the reaction you get with like, we can get into this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look at the reaction you get with like a Drake album because I don't mean to hate on a Drake album. It, it's just like you get this reaction from a Drake album where people love it for the first like three days to a week, and then in the next following weeks, and then later on in life, you revisit like four tracks. And then with the damn album, you're like, I got to hear this front to back. Like, I want to hear it front to back. And then you're like, this is how it makes sense. Yeah. And so when you listen to it, it just sounds right front to back. And people genuinely like it and, like, go on listening to it and, like, want to revisit it because of how good that album is, not because of how good that song is. And so... Then we got in a huge argument, like not, not argument, but just like a misunder, like we neither. You can say are, argument, but they're, yeah. they're not listening. Cool. It was a, it was an <laughs> argument where it was respectful, but it was also like there was some shade thrown towards it. Yeah. And I was like, that's not how I'm meaning to do this, bro. Like, I just want you to know that you can't make that- a whole playlist that's basically control extended and it'd be better than damn. Damn, it's just better. I mean, the, the playlist thing is one thing, but I mean, it just comes down to. Damn, it's a better project. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna re- release it in reverse now. You hear about that? I did not. That's how gonna release it. I thought you could just play it backwards. No, no, you can. That was, and he confirmed that thing, but that that theory. But he said that he's gonna re-release it. He put out the album cover for it too. It's it's him, uh, black and white picture. The 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 parental advisory logo is kind of thrown off still, and his he's wearing a t-shirt that says "Damn." Okay. But he's gonna re-release the album in reverse because he says that. The tempo and everything, like, like, that's how we made it. So you can listen to it in reverse. You know, a lot of people have listened to it in reverse, but now he's going to sell it that way. And I saw a lot more people say, Kendrick's the only artist that could do this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at least putting music out right now. Yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Because, I mean, you look at some of the bands of, like, the fucking 60s and 70s, they were doing some crazy shit. Or, like, mainly, mainly, uh, drugs, though. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because, uh, I mean, the wall from. Pink Floyd yeah. like, goes perfectly with Wizard of Oz, and you can't just dispute it. Like it just it does. I ain't got the time to dispute it. <laughs> I've yeah. only seen the Wizard of Oz twice. 
I don't even know how. How oh, we ended up talking about uh, academics, and that drove me into Drake versus Kendrick. Yeah. But I like I like academics. I like Joe Budden. I like Everyday Struggle. I like Nadeska. I like. I well, mean, don't I just, get on my like Twitter because I call him a pussy today. I think or so. Academics. Right? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, yeah, the academics take. He gets hell, man. Like somebody hit me, like, man, you can't be serious. Somebody like you cannot tell me that academics is great. I'm like, yeah. no, he's great, dog. It's just that the things that he's into, you're probably not into, and probably not understanding the whole yeah. thing like no this guy is the voice of the young people who else is out here on the on the forefront putting this young shit you know in the to the masses like that you yeah. know what i'm saying like i said a little peeping pumping like i wouldn't know what that shit even was if, yeah. it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for dj i think the one thing he could abandon is boom a whole lot of gang shit boom yeah that's some that's some clown ass shit man. like apparently yeah. he's sober and making music but he's also still who and I'm sorry Fuck to, him. I'm sorry Make to use this word, but he's still retarded. <laughs> and moved to L.A. because he's he got... his face, his image, you know what I'm saying? That, like, bro. And he's... Now, uh, we were talking about it. Attention. Like, this is 17 year olds, you better... Ta- you know, you tap your face, you better make it. That He is... Older than you know, twenty years know how old. old. He is, bro. But he, yeah, he now he, he has to make it. He has more money than I do. <laughs> it like, well, tat your face and rap, bro. He doesn't. He just now started rapping. Before that, he was literally just, just stealing shit, making bad videos. He was making <laughs> oh, bad versions of the uh, Nick and Dan Rue videos. Yeah, those are funny as shit to me. And they're like, well, Dan's getting in some shit too. Yeah, he said the n word. Like, I didn't know he was white. I missed that, but I did hear some about. I didn't know he was white. I thought Dan was like mixed. I mean, apparently not. If I were to put both of those people's videos up against one another, theirs are just more thought out. They have. First of all, they have better connections to people to do shit. it. Like that's not funny to me to go yeah. in there. I mean, even with the um, what's it, Fat Boy? It's, it's like I don't know enough about. I don't him, even know what he I've does. But I've only seen him come in and he like breaks shit and yeah. like mess shit up and throws it's like, a fit. How the fuck is this even funny? Like this isn't. And that was another thing with me getting back to comedy because I'm like, I see a lot of bullshit and it's flying. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like. I blame Vine. We got used to seven seconds of comedy, so now we don't even know it's funny but anymore. But this shit ain't even comedy, though. Like, you, yeah. you go in there and you just but it's passing it as comedy. You walk up on somebody and you steal their shit. Like, what? Right? Why? What the fuck? Kind of and topic? people want to see more of this. Yeah. And you so give every them video, more. Yeah, every video, you're going to walk up to somebody, you're going to take their belongings, you're going to run. You know what I'm saying? We like, know what's happening. Yeah. That's A whole saying. lot of gang shit. We get it. Now, that shit is funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? That shit is, yeah. That's funny. The whole lot of gang shit. But that, even that, you can only do that so many times. You know what I'm saying? That's why I thought the Nick and Dan Roof shit was at least more lasting. If we were to, like I'm saying, nothing or none of it is comedy or none of it is that great like it's, it's like, like watch it's a sitcom like you know when the fucking punchline's coming and they set it up the yeah, whole way baby. but Peter. but Peter. Peter. that shit was so hilarious yeah. that shit was funny though. that shit was hilarious the that way shit. he would do it and he's just like damn i'm man. glad that shit took over what like, is you doing baby what yeah, is you doing baby? baby that shit will last like <laughs> at least for a little while yeah but that bone call out of gang shit I'm just like it's just yeah that shit especially weird. now that he fucked his whole sh- like now he just looks like some dude who is zanned out and is stealing like stuff. Yeah. yeah. His most recent one, everybody, like, nobody laughed. They were just like, damn, this is With the one where he was, like, outside and he, like, He, like, stole some, some dude's plant. Yeah. And, like, he had, a, like, he had trouble fuck? doing it. Yeah, so, like, like, yeah. Man, come on, man. It's not gonna shoot you, man. <laughs> yeah. Can't even speak right true. anymore. All these drugs. There's, those, like, those videos where somebody goes up and, like, tries to steal someone's phone while they're talking on it, but they're in the hood. And like they literally are running away. Like, it's a prank. It's a prank. It's yeah, a prank. I've seen them. Yeah, those, gonna, those gonna, used to be funny, but they you see they cut that shit out. I think. You know yeah, what I mean? bro, because like, they, they have to. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you can't you can't pull that shit with people, man. Shit, I am not the most intimidating motherfucker on the streets, but if you try to take my phone, I will chase after you relentlessly. Mother I don't have I don't have money to get another phone right now. I will fucking track you down. We will go streets to streets and you'll be like, It's a it's a joke. It's a joke. Joey's recording me. I'm like, man, fuck you. Fuck Joey's next, motherfucker. I'm going to take your camera. <laughs> I'm going like, to get my phone. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting gonna the camera. Up with it. Yeah. I'm getting the camera. I'm getting my phone back. I'm going to get the charger that charges the camera. Now now it's a joke on y'all. Ha ha ha, bitch. <laughs> you know? You, you ain't, you're not going to catch me out here and, and then pull jokes on me with the fucking, well, you know, for YouTube. Uh, yeah, you know, man, that's stupid. Donnie's on his techni- uh, oh. technology shit, bro. Because I got my phone over oh, here, I got so you. I got to take my messages and shit on the <laughs> And that's when it comes in. What, up, uh, what yeah. up, Donnie's phone? I didn't even yeah, see it right Facebook there. Live. Hey, what's up? Oh, shit. We're on, face- <laughs> we're on two different Facebook Lives right now. We're on Facebook Live. This we're over here at the Southside Collection Podcast right now. That's what, that's what y'all are looking at, Southside Collection. In case y'all have been wondering, <laughs> type, uh, in, so, type in comments. Uh, what, are you, um, what are you doing for yourself as, in terms of getting the comedy off the ground? Uh, man, right now. So I'm supposed to be doing a little thing. One of my boys, Rob J., he wants to put this, this show together at Alley Cat on the 14th uh, next Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that. Um, I'm going to start reaching out to the improv, start getting that. That'll probably be like in the new year. I actually had a New Year's Eve gig set up where I was going to, and this is the thing, where I was going to DJ and do comedy and like hosting and all that. Yeah. And that was the thing, like before, I don't know if y'all knew, but I used to go by DJ Don, you know what I'm saying? And then in 2013, I became Donnie Houston. And it was just like, because I always had the idea of like, I have these different talents. I don't ever want to be boxed in. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I want to show up and tell jokes, but I'm DJ Don, so you're not taking me serious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing with like Donnie Houston. It encompasses all that. It's DJing, it's producing, it's comedy. Uh, when I get some acting opportunities, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It'll be that. It'll be all that shit under entertainment. Donnie Houston is an entertainer. You know what I mean? Don't, yeah. Don't fucking just say Donnie Houston is a DJ. Donnie is a producer. He's a no. He's an entertainer. Well, what does he do? Well, he DJs. He well, right now he's a producer. And then <laughs> yeah. shit, like tomorrow he might. Right. Like, shit. What, big, what keeps uh, you entertained specifically? Because he might do that shit too. There's a line in the Crit album recently where he's just like, "If you don't like the hook, I'll make a beat. If you don't like the beat, then I'll make a rap." And right. Like so, pretty much. I'm gonna serve you something. You got yeah. to fuck with me. You know yeah. You have to. It, yeah. I mean, it's not like. Based on what you've told us and what we've seen, like you've literally just been doing the legwork that it took to get where you're at now, where it, you could host your own event, where you're literally like you're the host, like you keep everyone entertained in between what you call it, but then also you DJ while you do it, and then say you do some shit with like Thug or Paul or anyone at Propane, anyone else you've like produced for. There's also your beats now being played while like it's yeah. all Donnie Houston affair. And so yeah, yeah. you've put yourself in the right position. I mean, it took a while. We went in 2018. I became Donnie Houston in 2013, top of 2013. So it's, it's taken a while oh, for things to kind of form, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? But I feel confident going into the new year that I'll really be able to, like, do all these different things and, like, figure out some kind of way to make that shit work. Yeah, and now you've got the podcast, too, where, yeah, yeah. like, even if someone can't make it out to see you Saturday... Or make it out to see whatever day. Like, you've literally got this. How long do y'all go for? Like, an hour, uh, right? About an hour and 15, huh? There's no, like, time limit. But There's no time limit, but we'll, go, yeah. we'll give you at least an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's like now they've got this chunk of entertainment right there. So yeah. it's like they can at least take away something from Donnie Houston. And now, who makes up the, the, the cast here? Like, the, like if you had to. The, ca- like, oh, the, the What They Tell My Podcast? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so the, the What They Tell My Podcast is me. It's uh, Hot Peas, who y'all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my boy, Franchise Teeth. It's a friend of mine, uh, DJ Lean On Me, Will. Uh, we call him Lean. 
uh, and then my boy Devin. You know what I mean? And these are all like friends who I've known separately for a long time. Like me and Devin went to high school. Yeah. I met Teeth in college. I met Pease in college. Uh, me and Will went to college, but we didn't get close until like after college. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we've just uh, come together, and you know, we're like five different personalities. You know what I mean? But we Y'all still mesh fucking great. Yeah, we're still very similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are just these are all my friends, so we all have commonalities, but we're all very in, yeah. very much individuals. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of comes through very well, I think, on a podcast. And it's cool, man. Like I've been surprised that people fuck with it. I think I think it's good, but of course, when you're doing shit, you like, yeah, my shit is good. This you is know great. What I mean? But for somebody shit. else to say, oh, I enjoy it, or I think it's funny, or get some of the fucked up shit we say, you know, what yeah, I mean? mm-hmm. and not be offended. That's that's really one understand. of the things. Like, no, it's a joke. Like, it's yeah. cool. When I retweeted okay it, the, when I retweeted it, I had to like, I had to say it like. There might like this is not for the faint of heart. This is, but most of the people that follow me like my type of sense of humor. That it's kind of y'all's sense of humor. Like this isn't like some weak shit where we're gonna like hop around the issues, you know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah, dive, yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right into the right into the shit of everything. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and it's not to, to offend. We're not trying to. Oh no, yeah. Offend. You know what I mean? It's just honest conversation. To try to offend. Like to, to make that your comedy style, you know, I'm you know like I'm here to offend. Yeah, like not it's not funny. funny. Yeah, it's but not funny. Like, I'll talk about shit that might be taken as offensive, and I'll make it funny. Then yeah, that's yeah. but that anything works. can be taken as offensive. So who knows? It's 2017. People are offended about everything. Everything, man. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's just <laughs> me and my boys, man. And these are just conversations that we we've had. Like me and Peas, like if some of the conversations we had ever like got out, people would be like, man, y'all niggas wild. <laughs> Like me or and this guy. We're not gonna give y'all microphones anymore. Yeah, like me and T for me and Will. Or like we've all had these conversations where it's just like, yeah, it's the shit that you're hearing now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But we've been having these shits individually, and I was just like, let's just put this together, man, and see. And put it like, on wax. People, people <laughs> seem to respect it, man. So I appreciate it. No, we respect it. Like I literally just, I'm a subscriber, and now I listen to it. Like oh, man, the shits in my list of things I will listen to now. And which is great because I've been in the car with Garrett and in the the Spotify you know Spotify did they do the end of the year here's what you listen to the most and all that shit and we have the Southside one Garrett kind of listens to like the same seven songs and so those same like those like five of those seven Wait, songs what songs are they <sighs> anyway some Gucci <laughs> yeah some Gucci some Migo Jata Wap Paytag Water nah uh, not Paytag didn't make the list but that's it just came out oh well, uh, about, you literally are talking about our shared Spotify yeah I oh, okay. not even shared I've had the information for a week or two now i had my own spotify and i was like why am i not using the company spot uh, spotify what am i doing here acting like i got money uh, yeah <laughs> acting like i got this is the last year i'm paying for spotify Damn, bro now i want to know what our top seven oh, or whatever I, I, it is i probably have it saved on my phone hold on i'm, I'm interested talk while, talk while i pull it up so it's I not dead air confetti by crit might be one of them but it may not because it's so fresh um for all the talk I thought, or I said about the uh, Kendrick album being over Drake's, there might be a or, uh, more life song on there, uh, and no Kendrick. <laughs> um, fucking, uh, what is the intro to Dirty Sprite Two called? Because that might be. I on just there. fucked your bitch and some Gucci flip flops. Right? Yeah. No one knows the actual name. Uh, what is thought, the thought it was a drought. There you go. Thought it was that a might be on there. <laughs> you know, there? nah. Uh, you know what happened? I was running out of room on my like memory. Deleted a bunch of shit, but 
there was like a future yeah future Drake uh, Gucci oh Grammys was definitely Grammys on there. yes I Grammys, Grammys was on there a lot and that was the other thing too because Grammys is a song I just got back into I didn't think Grammys was that hot and then I started listening to it again and then I saw it on our top five on the Southside page I was like okay Gary Gary we put it in the work over here it, number three I think on Grammys I'd be working yeah I'm and then uh, number one only one Houston artist was this is again this is Gary uh, Billy Rax was was was. I think number four or five. Damn. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> One time for Billy Rax. Yeah, shouts out Billy Rax. But on my personal, uh, I think my top five was, was Drake, Bryson Tiller. <laughs> I'd be fucking. And then, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Big Sean, Isaiah Rashad, and... Uh, Shit. Pick a fifth. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth wasn't that important. I was like, how? Boom. Yeah. <laughs> how the fuck did the fifth get up there? <laughs> but nah. Uh, we can wrap this up. Um, where can they find the What They Talking About podcast at? What They Talking About podcast. Uh, it's on the Apple podcast app. You can search Donnie Houston, D-O-N-N-I-E-H-O-U-S-T-O-N, or What They Talking About. Uh, talking with no G about B-O-U-T. Um, or you can do soundcloud.com backslash what dash they dash talking dash bout. That's iTunes. They're also on SoundCloud. Donnie Houston on the social media, right? So if they just want to find you specifically. I'm Donnie Houston. I-M-D-O-N-N-I-E-H-O-U-S-T-O-N. That's on Instagram and Twitter. I'm trying to get my shit to just be Donnie Houston. Some dickhead is... Uh, been holding Donnie Houston on Twitter. And Is he active? Tweeted, ain't tweeted since like 2008. So if Jesus any, Christ, if anybody can can connect me with the people over at Instagram and Twitter, I'm trying to get my own shit and I'm trying to get verified too. So I will say this: we need you verified. Xbox had a thing where like, you know, they were like about to release the Xbox One now, right? And they saw how many inactive users they had with these great names and stuff like that from Xbox, like original, and they wiped them. They were like, all right, well, if you don't claim it in this period of time. We're gonna Somebody wipe it. Do that shit with it's you. gonna happen on Twitter. Yeah, it's, but I think it's gonna be another three or four years shit. before it happens. But yeah. eventually, it will happen. Where Twitter's like, "Yo, you've been inactive since so and so. You have you have to email us at this, at, you know, whatever the fuck, and then we will save you. You're not gonna be deleted. I, I see it happening. And on any social media, really, all the good names are almost taken. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Gabe Bravo tweeted today because Max Gabe, Oak, who the fuck is Gabe Bravo? He's yeah, a uh, comedian he's here. You should connect with Gabe actually. Bravo. Gabe. G A B E. Gabe. Gabe Bravo. Nah, he's a uh, like Johnny Bravo, Bravo, but with more stylish hair. Mm-hmm. Um, now Gabe Bravo. He's actually he runs the Seeger Group in Houston. And it's a yeah, big well, ass comedy to do place. I like the Seeger Group, man. Like, I like that venue. I need to get over there. I mean, that's where, one, yeah, you were there for our. Let's uh, say, concert. once, one time spot. for that concert, by the way. Thank, thank you for coming through for sure. the Harvey for sure. ch- Charity Concert. For sure. Yeah, we didn't give y'all the crowd y'all deserve, but you still fucking performed. It's all good. I fucking so appreciate y'all that. Y'all I show up. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thank you. Going. I try to give you the time slot for the crowd y'all deserve. That Like, when I was putting the, the, the times together and everything like that, I was like, yo, Donnie and Pease are about to fucking kill it. Uh, and yeah. I, I was like, do I put them on like right before the last four or right like because y'all are gonna tear it up no matter what. So it was like it was like a for sure. So I had to like put the for sure somewhere like a for sure fucking killer right here. Where am I gonna put the killer at? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was hard. It was beautiful. I thank you so much for coming for that. Thanks. Sure. We you, raised man. we raised some money still. Nice. You know, oh, yeah. turnout turnout wasn't as big as we expected, but we raised just about five hundred dollars. And I mean, shit. Trey actually respected us for doing it. So. 
I'm, yeah, one time I'm for Tell the Truth, too. Yeah, y'all talked about it. Did y'all get with Relief Gang with the with the? Yeah. Uh, so he showed up after the concert and picked up the money for the tickets. Okay, nice. Okay, yeah. nice. Because like, I know this is the whole thing with J.J. White and shit. Like, anybody seen that money since? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, so we, we didn't want to be those people where it's just like, hey, we're doing this for charity. And then, like, so we're not going to tell you where it went. Like, nah, we, we met with Trey. Like, he took the money out to him, gave him a hat and the money. And he was like, yo, people have been trying to put my charity's names on shit. And I'm not down with that, but like I appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you for doing that. Anytime you want to do some. Yeah, shit, his, his say, biggest worry was us pocketing money. Bag. I was like, yo, Trey <laughs> fucked with us. Uh, Bun fucked with us. Trey fucked with us. Matter. What's going Donnie on? Houston. What's going on with the with the Make America Trilogy thing? Y'all still running that? Or what's we still, still run it. I'm trying to find a new design or like f- try to find some new shit we do with it. And so, I saw Bun said that was gonna be like name his album. Like that's EP. It's uh, gonna, gonna be his EP. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna yeah. do EP that or like totally his. Thing he just did it. <laughs> we yeah, were like, that's hey, yeah, that's right. He went on Sway, went on Premium Pete. Uh, which one did he go on? And uh, he tried to guess our ages. Drink champs. Drink champs. He went on Drink champs and tried to guess our ages. I saw that. I saw it. I was like, oh, oh man, shit, I fuck with him, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, twenty. I wish I was twenty two years old. I could still drink like I was when I was twenty two before my body's rejecting Honestly. alcohol. <laughs> Cause I was a wild motherfucker at twenty two, <laughs> but that's a different podcast altogether. Southsidecollection.com, Southside Collection on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Bumble, uh, Bumble. I, it don't matter. Black people meet. We're there. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> this is episode sixty. One more time for Donnie Houston. If for you're sure. just listening, you better be clapping in your cars. Thanks better be clapping in your me. rooms. Thanks for having me, man. Yes. Carlos Diaz, Garrett Horvath. Go and check out what they're talking about. It's a good-ass podcast. Seriously. We I w- need more good podcasts in Houston as opposed to people who do podcasts in Houston. Yes. So Big facts. Thank That's you. a lot of that. But, uh, we appreciate you. We'll go out on that. <laughs> Fucking around for a long time. Shit, since day one, you've been holding me down. Gave me my best times, even through stress times. You showed up right on time and took away my prime. Struggled at first, but we worked up the better day. Now, look at me shine, baby, look what you made. Got your nigga paid, pulling up, holding, holding. Went from a bucket to a slab, now ain't no telling what I'm rolling, but I'm ripping hard for you. Name tatted on my back, trying to let you know I love you and I want you back. You used to walk around with pride, now you follow. Trends. Too much Instagram got you trying to be them. I still love you the same, but baby, you change. Focus on your hustle, always keep it player, man. Stay away from them lames, dick riding for fame. Cause we too cool for that. Who I need you back. I need you back.
December 29th, I met her. I swear that I will never forget her. She made me so amazing forever. Shopping blazing, etc. Inspired all my endeavors. Baby girl is the needle that knit together my sweater. 2004 was introduction galore. Three in the morning play while I was playing Uno on floors. I heard a knock at the door. Mama was back from the store. I played the track again. She laughed and said, That's classic for sure. Houston, Texas, a beautiful blessing. Noah on a first name basis. Human complexion. Fell in love with four screen palettes and fifth wheel action. She made me embrace the madness of my ghetto tactics. Lit my matches. I was ruthless like Ice Cube was in the Rubik's. I was twisted. So the music of my city swept me smoothly off my pivot. I'm forever grateful. The love she showed me was tasteful like pouring fours inside a soda. Grateful.